this area and, and the devastation that was going on with that. And uh, and I'm telling you, within maybe maybe a week or two, uh, we got word from my administration that we were going to do uh, kind of a, a you know. Uh, I don't know what's the, what's the right word, but we were going to get the kids back in school, you know, earlier than normal. And, and to answer your question, yes, we still have a little bit like everybody else. We still got a few things we got to work out at CCA. Uh, I believe they're double-checking our walls right now. they got a few walls that, that they're still a little bit concerned about they're working on now. But that's being wrapped up in the next couple of days. And I think we'll, we, we'll be good to go. Uh, well, we, we were one of the few ones that really didn't have that much damage, and we were able to get most of it taken care of. We were able to get our kids in school a lot sooner than most people, you know, which was very fortunate. We didn't have to give up any summertime or anything like that. Coach, about how many student-athletes total do y'all have on campus? I was asking Brian Colley this the other day, and, I mean, they're for a school more than 1,000 kids, and he was saying he believes like 300 roughly kids play sports, whatever it may be, football, basketball, soccer, tennis, whatever it may be. At CCA, what is approximately that number for you all? Man, put me on the spot, bro. Uh, let's see. I'm probably going to be wrong, uh, but I I would venture to say total uh, maybe 100, 125. Okay. You know, give or take. Uh, that, that, that's the best guess I can do. Yeah. Maybe a little less, but somewhere on there. Yeah, very good. I was just asking for an estimate. That's cool. I was just curious. Um, so, you know, I know that, you know, People don't understand nor realize this. And I remember we used to talk about with this uh, with you whenever you were the football coach is that people here in the area, because there has been, you know, playoff seasons, because there have been, you know, successful seasons, assume that you guys have been around for, you know, 60, 70, 80 years like some of the other schools in the area. How old is CCA now? Like 10 years old, 15 years old? Like you guys are still the baby in the game, man, even though all the success you all have had. Absolutely. I, I think we're around 10 or 11 right now. Uh, yeah, we're very much in our infancy. Well, we really are. We, we're still, uh, you know, we're still, we're still growing. We're still, we're still, uh, you know, progressing. And, uh, but yeah, we, we were blessed. We had uh, a, a lot of success early on. And we've been very, very fortunate that some of our sports uh, have, you know, just been really consistent and done really, really well. And uh, so, but yeah, we, we, we certainly, we're, we're new kids on the block for sure. Very, very good. Coach, in terms of your AD responsibilities, I know we had Brian going, I know I said that a minute ago, he was telling us, you know, it's a lot of paperwork and everything right now at this time of the year. What are some of the issues on Randy Bouquet's desk that you are taking care of and tending to right now? Yeah, th- this is this is the AD's time right here. This, this, is, this is like our crunch time right here because uh, with the LHSA, as I'm sure if you talk to Brian, I'm sure he lets you know about it. I'm sure you know already. But with the LHSAA, uh, they expect those forms. Uh, every player has to have a series of uh, paperwork packets that have to be, and I'm telling you, letter perfect. Everything, every signature has to be on there. Everything has to be, every box has to be checked off and so on. And they, they send every year, they send um, some, some representatives that, that come down and they go through your files. And when I tell you they go through your files, they go through your files. I'm, I'm telling you, page for page, and they check. And unfortunately, if, you're, if your stuff is not in order, they will hit you uh, with fines for so many papers that are, that are wrong. And God forbid, if they catch anything serious, 
it can, it can absolutely cost you fines and cost you uh, wins and or even seasons, God forbid. So for an athletic director, this is our crunch time. Right now you want to start the season with making sure, number one, right now we just actually sent out an email to all of our fall coaches uh, of a deadline to make sure that all of our players have their up-to-date current physicals uh, in my hand before we get started, which is going to be, of course, in a couple of weeks. Or they simply cannot practice, and it's just that simple. And that's protecting us, and it's protecting the kids and everything else. Uh, so, yeah, on my plate right now, job one is getting in touch with my fall coaches, Cullen and, and, and Ashley and Randy, and getting them you know, on board with paperwork, getting, getting ahead of the paperwork, getting the physicals all done, and, of course, supporting them any other way I can. Um, for example, just yesterday, uh, Miss Ashley Kesson called me up and asked me to fill in for a workout for, for some of our girls, and I was happy to do that. So that, that's, that's my job now is, uh, is taking care of LHSAA and supporting our coaches and our kids. I'm over here giggling because you're telling me, you know, of all the processes and if anything's wrong, you know, it hurts the school, and that's all 100% correct. But, you know, you're, you're serving an association that passed a split and then later, three, four years later, said, hey, we probably didn't vote on this right, but we got to grandfather it in because we didn't do it right. You're talking about an association that's going to decide in mid-September during the football season how many teams are going to be in each playoff bracket. You're talking about an association that right now is being sued by 70 of its members. You guys got to be 100% accurate, but they don't necessarily always have to be. And I'm over here laughing about that. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, we, we could have a very, very in-depth, long discussion about our association <laughs> Uh, but of course, as we are members, you know, and as we are in the association, we at CCA do our very best to follow any and all rulings and sure. things that come down the pipe. And, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of at the mercy of the LHSAA in many, many regards. Uh, but we, you know, but I, I do understand why you, and if I were in your position, I would be chuckling as well. For sure. <laughs> right. So let's talk about this, brother. Um, you've seen it from both sides. You're an athletic director and were once a football coach at, at you know, private school CCA. You were once a head football coach at a public school, HL Bourgeois. The idea is that, you know, everybody I think that we talk to says that in a vacuum, in a perfect world, if there was utopia in the world, everything would be back together. But then there becomes the concerns, okay, well, these schools have advantages or whatever it may be. You've been in both public and private settings. Is there truly an advantage? And what does Randy Boke, if you were named president of the world, what would happen to high school athletics in Louisiana? Man, you just put me, like, on the hot seat today. I was expecting a quick little feel-good, hey, Coach, how's everything going? How's the family? What movies you watch? And, man, you're hitting me with all this heavy-duty stuff. Okay, so uh, let's see. Um, I have been on both sides, and I was so very shocked and disappointed that we didn't uh, have an active uh, John Curtis and Evangel-style recruiting uh, effort ongoing at CCA that would, that would give us all of the best <laughs> athletes in South Louisiana and that I would go and take up the state championship as the state championship. Sadly, that hasn't been the case over at Covenant Christian. Um, is there an advantage? You know, that's a really, really tough question because I, I could see how you could have an advantage uh, really – in both cases, and I'll give you one, and I'm trying my very best, obviously, not to get myself in trouble. Sure. But the nature of the beast is 
um, if the coach at HL Bourgeois wants to go to Evergreen, which is their feeder school, they can go to Evergreen and they can wear their blue and they can talk to all the kids and so on and so forth. Because of the nature of private schools and the nature of the LHSAA and everything else, uh, Cullen can't do that. Even though one could possibly argue that even because Evergreen is in, you know, CCA's, quote, attendance zone, mm-hmm. even though it's not a high school, and, and I know that, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm – but let me just try to get my point across. If Cullen Mathern comes within so many feet of Evergreen with any kind of CCA gear on and someone snaps a picture, that is going to be a major, major violation uh, with regards to the LHSA rule, undue influence and blah, 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 and, and so on and so forth. So th- there's, there's that point, right? The other point is uh, you, one could argue that certain schools, like a private school, for example, um, CCA, for example, we are K through 12. We have our kids from the, you know, from the very, very early years all the way up through graduation. So one could argue that there's an advantage with that. Whereas, you know, um, a public school coach that only goes, you know, 9 through 12, they only have those kids for just a couple of years. And you say, well, what's the advantage with that? Well, if one wanted to in a private school, you could imagine having those kids from middle school and younger – uh, work in the same system, in the same type program, all the way through from, say, fifth grade or sixth grade or whatever, all the way up to 12th grade. Them knowing the exact same calls, knowing the exact same, you know, techniques, and so on and so forth. So in that regard, I mean, yeah, there, there's some definite, you know, uh, possible advantages either way. But if I were king, I really would like to see our association get back together. And I, I, I don't know if I'm the minority or the, uh, or the majority in that, but, you know, I guess if I was still at South Carolina High School, I would be saying the split was the best thing in whatever happened to LHSAA, blah, blah, and the association, whatever. Um, but I, I know this. In my opinion, this is only Randy Bokeh talking. Uh, you know, if there was a rift between uh, select schools and non-select schools, uh, there's a canyon now. Yeah. And, you know, nobody, nobody really wants to talk about that. And, and I'm not saying bad blood per se. I'm just saying there's a huge now rift, you know, as a private school, uh, you know, as a private school going into the LHSA, look at the LHSA. It's like, okay, you want us to compete, but not when it comes to playoffs. Now you don't want us to play. And, you know, we, some of us, Randy Bokeh included, that's kind of a slap in the face, you know. So, But like I said, uh, in a perfect world, I'd like to see us all come back together into one uh, association. I'm sure a lot of people would not be in agreement with that. But uh, I guess because I'm on this side of the fence, brother, that's how I see it right now. No, I totally understand. That's very well said. I appreciate your commentary on that, man. So, now we could get to have some fun, dude. What's the best movie you've seen in the last couple of weeks, man? I know that you've probably gone to see a few. And the next, you may or may not know the answer to this. When the heck are we getting our theater and Homa back, man? It's frustrating. I pass there and I see some work is being done. But, man, I'm tired of having to go to Morgan City, New Orleans. And, like, man, let's get this thing rolling again. 
Well, finally, you can talk about something I know about. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, first of all, uh, and I think I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, the best movie of this year is Maverick. Okay. Uh, no doubt about it. It is absolutely an amazing, amazing movie, especially if you are anywhere near remotely a Top Gun fan. It is absolutely the best movie of the year. Number two, in my humble opinion, is Elvis. If you are a um, gray-bearded person like myself, if you got some silver in your hair a little bit, uh, you know about Elvis. You grew up with, with Elvis as a child. And this movie does an amazing job of showing you some aspect of his life that we were not privy to. And it is a fascinating, fascinating look and a r- tremendous trip down memory lane. If you are a, any kind of an Elvis fan or just curious about Elvis, I would highly recommend that one too. The next one I'm going to see this Sunday I'm excited about. It's called Nope. And it's by Jordan Peele, and it looks like some type of science fiction horror uh, aliens or whatever. I'm not sure, but I'm going to see it this weekend. I'm excited. Um, I'm thinking about grabbing a picket sign and walk out in front of our Homa uh, palace and like having like a one-man picket, even though I know that kind of defeats the whole purpose of it. But (laughs) outside of going over there and getting on my hands and knees and begging them, I don't know what else. They said summer. Well, guess what, brother? The summer's just about over. At least for us teachers and coaches, it's over. Uh, you know, we, we, we need our AMC back in, in a desperate way. Uh, I've got the shakes. Uh, you know, I'm not sleeping well at night. Uh, headaches. Uh, I, I absolutely need my AMC Homa Palace fix. There's no doubt about it. If you pick it, you will not be alone because I will be there. And we, heck, we can maybe even drag Stan out there, too. So, the, hey. Coach, thanks so much for the time, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate the phone call. God bless you. Yep, yes, sir. That is Coach Randy Bokeh with Covenant Christian Academy doing a wonderful job. Love his perspective. He's such a good dude. That that positive energy that you feel when he's on, that's not like, hey, let me go be on the radio and act positive. That's a genuine energy that that man has. He's a wonderful coach, wonderful person, and a great athletic director for those programs out there. Let's catch a break on play-by-play when we get back. We're going to go, heck, it's been the uh, the CCA start to the show, right? We've got Joe Tuton on in the next segment. We'll be talking about the Hogs. Also, a rundown of where else we're going today. We've got Mustang Mike Beetle at noon. They had a crazy good wrestling show out there in Morgan City this past weekend. We'll ask him to recap that. Then Taylor Griffin at 12.15, our mailbag at 12.30, and then some headlines at the bottom of the show. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. 
you know WeatherBug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. Dufresne Building Materials is inviting you to our 7th Annual Fishing Rodeo, Friday, August 19th, and Saturday, August 20th, in the same spot as always, Bridgeside Marina in Grand Isle. Scales will open Friday with a cornhole tournament at 6 p.m. Saturday's festivities include minnow races for the kids, auctions, door prizes, and more, and we'll have gator coolers for first, second, and third place in each category. This year's benefactors are the Center in Cutoff and Bridge to Independence at Nickel State University. Check out our Facebook page for more details. See you all there. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3 and 2 stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season well this year go with industrial power systems your only local power generation professional serving lafouche for over 18 years we offer sales service installation and maintenance on all major brands of residential commercial industrial and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry generac cola briggs and stratton cummins onan and many more industrial power systems power is our middle name call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in galliano Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair. Here we go to the phone lines again for the second segment in a row. We go to Covenant Christian Academy. We have their baseball coach, Coach Joe Tuto, on also with the Southland Hawks. Coach Joe, good morning, my friend. How are you? Hey, good, buddy. How about you guys? We're doing great, man. Um, look, we had you on Saturday. It's it's the heat of the season for you all. And, and on Saturday's show, you guys were coming off of a tough uh, Friday night loss. But then you said, hey, we got some you know, fin- unfinished business over the weekend to take care of. How'd you guys play the rest of the weekend out there uh, uh, went, uh, for the Hawks? We we came back uh, in the second game and took another one on the chin. But uh, yesterday, you know, in, in the third game of the three-game series, we were able to rebound and get us a W. And uh, I thought our guys really played well. Uh, we stepped up to the plate. I think, look, it took our guys kind of to make a couple games to make some adjustments, but uh, we pitched really well yesterday, had some clutch hits, and uh, I think our guys are kind of in gear, ready to go, looking forward to the World Series this weekend. You you know, you said a couple of times when we've had you on, like, look, man, if we're not ready, like, you know, shame on us because you guys have had so much baseball on, on your plate in the last couple of weeks. You guys are about ready to head out there. I'm sure the boys are ready to rock and roll. And, and what are some of the things that are on your mind, you know, as your guys are about ready to make that trip? Well, I tell you, I think our guys, are, they're ready to play. We don't need to practice or anything like that. I, I think some guys are focused and ready to go for the World Series. Uh, you know, we're going to roll out uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're going to take BP today, just a light round of BP, and then the guys will be ready to go. We got, you know, half the guys heading up. The, the, our 15s are playing in Sterlington right now as we speak. 
first game just started. And then uh, the seven teams are heading up to Monroe on they play on Saturday, and then we're heading up to Nashville with the eighteens. And uh, I think our guys are ready to go, man. I think you know kids are excited. They know this is the last one of the summer, so uh, we're playing for something. This is kind of like the high school playoffs. I mean, when you're getting down to the nitty gritty, uh, I think the guys are you know they're pretty self motivated. So should be a fun weekend. How do you guys handle that stuff? Okay, like okay, I know it's a seventeen U, eighteen U, and like you said, fifteen, like some a bunch of different teams. If like for instance, let's say a guy on the seventeen U team is like hitting six hundred and is you know just killing it. Does he stay there no matter what, or could he potentially get called up to you know to the eighteen U team? How do you guys juggle that? Well, you, he could get called up. Listen, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the big leagues, and uh, you know. So I'll give you an example. We have a couple of our guys that play on the fifteens also play on the seventeens, and. Uh, and then we have a, you know, we have a couple of seventeen guys that play on the eighteens. And uh, basically, you just try to. I think when we go to the World Series time, we try to even the teams out with the best players that gives us the best opportunity to win that age division. If you know, listen, we have we have three or four definitely seventeen year old guys that are plenty good enough to play on the eighteens. But if we pull them off the seventeens, it takes away from you know our chances of winning with the seventeens. So they'll go to the World Series with the seventeens this weekend. That, and then that was going to be the next follow-up question was, you know, hey, if you if you take all the good 17s, you know, that's going to hurt their team. So, okay, so you guys do have a plan in place, and you guys are, are making sure, hey, you know, we're not going to you know, rob Peter to pay Paul. We want all of our teams to be out there rocking and rolling. Yeah, listen, Casey, no doubt. I mean, listen, we sent a couple of guys from the 17s to play with the 15s for the World Series because they are 15. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty fortunate. You know, it's some of my younger uh, CCA guys, and uh, – you know, I think those guys are playoff ready, so they should be able to go over to the 15-year-old division and do some serious damage right away. Going to Tennessee uh, with with the 18 group. What uh, what park you guys are going to be at, and you know where you guys going to be playing? I mean, that's a fun experience. You rem- remember them road trips for the rest of your life. I know you guys are jacked up. Where are you guys uh, exactly going to be at uh, out there? We're playing at Shelby Park, uh, which is in downtown Nashville. Really old, you know, old minor league feel. Uh, pretty awesome experience. Everything's that downtown within one mile walking distance of everything. So, should be an exciting weekend, not just for the players, but for the parents. It's just to be a nice getaway. And, uh, you know, come to the baseball side, I mean, I think our guys are ready to go. I mean, we were pretty focused last night. Uh, one of your guys, Josh Pierce, pitched really, really well at Delgado and where he's going to Delgado. So I think he kind of gave himself a, you know, a leg up going into college where his college coach of next year got to see what he could do in a live situation against college uh, college hitters. And uh, he threw three innings and was uh, lights out. He gave up one hit and no runs. And uh, I think him and his family was pretty excited for that opportunity to kind of, you know, pretty much show what they made of. Beautiful. Um, you know, let's talk about that. You know, along those same lines, Darren Ducey puts pen to paper tonight. Over at 6 o'clock in the South Louisville Cafeteria, will be officially signing with LSU Alexandria. It's a kid that you've worked with extensively. Really good player, really good kid. I know you got to be awfully proud, man. Oh, listen, no doubt. Uh, Darren had a couple really good at-bats last night. Nobody's more deserving than Darren. He's put in the time and the, and the effort. I mean, not just him. All You know, all of the kids down in South Lafouche, I ain't got to tell you that record for the last four years speaks for itself. Just an exciting time to be a baseball player down the bay. I mean, the program's up and rolling, and I think, you know, with, with Coach Chandler, he's done a good job, and hopefully they can continue that success and continue to send these guys to the next level. I, I think it just it's a win-win for everybody involved. It feels like, Coach, that like 
there's, you know, we, we talk all the time about the momentum that's at the high school level, and we've speculated why, and we've talked about the coaches and you know, everybody being baseball guys and everything of the sort. But it feels like we've also got really good collegiate infrastructure right now. I think Nichols is on the way up. I think LSU is about to skyrocket. Lafayette's got a good thing going. You know, Louisiana Tech has been really good. Monroe's building it back. Uh, then, of course, you go to the community college and junior college ranks. They're all doing some wonderful things. Like, it feels like uh, just statewide amateur baseball right now is cruising, man. And it hasn't always been that way. You've seen it and you've, you've studied it. Am I right in saying that? Oh. I mean, Casey, I think you're totally right. I mean, I, you don't have to say what you you just said. It look, LSU is going to be LSU with this new coach coming in. Nichols has, has, you know, Nichols has made a big jump from last year to this year. Listen, southeastern Louisiana. If you look at it every year, they're in the top twenty in recruiting. UL, Louisiana Tech. Everybody's making a really bid for these regionals, and you go into the junior college rankings. And I will tell you this. I mean, listen. Eunice is competing for a World Series. Delgado's competing for a World Series. And look, don't sleep on Baton Rouge Community College. Those guys and Nunez Community College, which is a you know basically a, a younger school in Chalmette, has these guys have made some really advances. And look, I can tell you this: we have a couple players over in the NAIA sector at Loyola and at Louisiana Christian. And uh, these guys, there's some really good, talented baseball in Louisiana across the board. And I think, you know, this transfer portal has just, there's so many good players out there. I mean, if a guy's not happy where he's at and he's a Division One player and he doesn't seem to get picked up, he can go to one of these smaller schools or junior colleges and really, really put up some numbers. I don't have to tell you, the Major League Draft was, you know, you know, a couple of nights ago, and you get to see there's a lot of young amateur players who are really, really good, and, and there's just such good baseball in South Louisiana. And Casey, me and you talked about this before. I think the info that you know, this is all because of one reason. I think these kids are taking baseball so much seriously at a younger age. We have these academies. I know in Homer, you know, we have the Farm System Academy. Louisiana Baseball Academy, South South Louisiana Select. These guys are taking baseball at a serious age from seven, and I've seen and I've I've been able to reap the benefits of it. You know, with Southland Hogs baseball and with Covenant Christian, these kids are ready to go when they get to you as, as high school players. They they're pretty much basically what I say they battle tested, and uh, I mean these coaches at these academies are really getting these kids prepared, and and I think it's not just like that in Homer, Louisiana. It's like that basically across the whole country. No doubt. Look, man, I asked Chandler Guitros this question a week or so ago, and I loved his answer. I'm going to ask you. You've been doing this a long time. I asked Chandler, I said, Coach, is there any one hitter that you faced in the past that, like, you just couldn't get out? Like, no matter what you did, he would find a way to get on. Was there any one guy that, you know, you when you're telling stories, sitting around, you know, drinking a beer with your buddies, what, what do you say? And he told me Cameron Trosker, like, we just couldn't get him out. And I remember the series. He hit, like, four home runs in a two-game series. Looking back over your long-stored career, is there any one dude that whenever he was facing either the Hogs or CCA or whatever it may be, you just couldn't get him out and he always figured out a way to get on base? Gavin Dugas. That's there a good is. one, too. <laughs> uh, listen, at, at, at CCA, basically at the end, we just kind of pitched around him and, 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 hey, don't let this kid beat you. Uh, I mean, I just think he was that good. He's just a guy that kind of really drove us crazy. And then with Southland Hogs baseball, we faced him again last night, a kid named Christian Westcott from Lakeshore High School, uh, just really gave us fits. Those two guys just jump out at a sore thumb. 
basically. And I think what we have learned as a coaching staff from facing Gavin and facing Christian, you just circle that guy who's their best hitter and you say, hey, this guy's not going to beat you. I mean, look, I would rather walk him here or pitch around him. Hopefully he'll get himself out before we let this guy beat us. Yeah, no doubt about it. Brother, thanks so much for the time. Good luck in the World Series, my man. I mean that genuinely. Hope you guys bring it home. Appreciate you, man. Y'all have a good one. Yep, that is Coach Joe Tutone with Covenant Christian and the Southland Hogs. They're going out to North Louisiana with two teams and to Tennessee with another team. Hopefully, they'll bring home some hardware because you know they've got so, so much local talent. They're well coached. They do things the right way. All that good stuff. Joe's a good dude. Let's catch a break here on play-by-play when we get back. We're going to talk some professional wrestling. We've got Mike Beadle, Mustang Mike Beadle. They had a show over the weekend, y'all. I went out to Morgan City, and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Lost myself in my work for about two and a half hours. Got pictures and enjoyed everything that was going on. Mustang Mike out of this break. It's PBP on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB and 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. If you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. You know weather bug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. 
pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. Wendy's knows cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. What does the Weatherbug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose Weatherbug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the Weatherbug app today for free. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Justclair here. We're going to the phone lines now with our old pal Mustang Mike Beetle. They just had a wonderful show out in Morgan City on Saturday. Mustang, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Hey, my friend. Appreciate being online again. Yes, sir. Man, you uh how you feeling? Because man, you were in a very physical match on Saturday. You were busted up, you're bleeding and you know, flying all over the ring, uh doing you know, delivering some punishment, but also receiving some punishment. How's the body feeling, oh, about, you know, two, three days later? Well, I definitely took my share, you know. So, uh, but, yeah, man, uh, you know, the older you get, I guess, the, the harder it is to recover. I, like we talked before, I do a lot of preparation to be able to get ready for the worst possible scenario, and it was the worst possible scenario. <laughs> I mean, being in a 10-foot uh, steel cage with an athlete like Mad Dog Gill, uh, it was uh, it was what I expected, but I was prepared for it. So, like I said, 
a wrestling match is one thing. You get done with a wrestling match, and it takes a couple of days to recover from all the bumps and bruises and pulls and strains and all that. But when you got um, a steel barricade wrapped around the ring and you're banging into that, and of course, uh, you know, we had got thrown into the cage and my head was bleeding and fingers were busted up and, you know, this and that, whatever. So uh, I'm just at the point to where I am think I'm about back to about 85 90%. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just about back to almost myself. Got to tell you, um, and I mean this sincerely, you know, I, Saturday, I, I was busy early in the day and then I saw, you know, a text that you'd sent, you know, inviting me to the show and I was like, yeah, 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 let's go do this. You know, we're free. And I'm so very much glad that I did because for two and a half hours, three hours, however long the show lasted, it was nonstop action. It was terrific. It was absolutely terrific, man. You guys pulled it off. It was awesome. You know, to follow the stories throughout the course of the show uh, was great. You know, there were championship matches, titles changing hands. You got the TLC match. A guy jumps off the damn top of the cage onto somebody through a table. Like, then your match was great. Like, it was an awesome night, dude. Kudos to you all. You pulled it off. Well, I appreciate it. I know you keep up with wrestling over the years and pretty much, uh, you know, keep up with what's going on and, um, that compliment from you, I, I take is, is very important. And I appreciate the fact that you was able to get out there and document some of it, get some pictures up on your page. And, um, I mean, who's to think that over 1100 people would come to an event in Morgan city, Louisiana, you know, I mean, this isn't WWE, this isn't AEW, this is just, you know, little old GSW, which, you know, obviously we got a fan base that's building there huge. Of course, the Boom Nation come out of support. Myself, Mustang Mike, and uh, they came out in droves, and I think we gave them their money's worth for sure. No doubt about that, man. And look, um, you know, the big crowd turns out. The building was, was, was rowdy. And, you know, as wrestlers, you know, when you're performing before 100 people, it's one thing. When you're performing before 1,100 people, it's another. And not just 1,100 people, 1,100 people who were into it and were chanting and were cheering – does that make you all, when you're in the ring, want to give a little extra that you know, a little extra 110 percent, knowing that, hey man, I don't want to let these people down. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, you know, performing, you 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 have to get a mindset of knowing what you have to go out to do and to get the job done. But when you have that many people that's looking at you and and paying attention to what you're doing, and you know, you uh you definitely turn up the the volume a little bit, like I said, and the. The guy that jumped off the top of the cage, which is Michael White, I give him props for that because, I mean, you're already three feet off the ground with the ring, another 12 feet with the cage, and he's six foot tall. So, I mean, you're talking about 20 feet in the air. This dude is diving down, putting his body on the line to, 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 to try to win a match, not to mention the guy <laughs> who took the blow, yeah. you know, what he's going through. So, I mean, those guys do what it takes to better entertain the crowd. And, uh, like I said, a if you made it to the end, you've seen where Mad Dog Gill had made the statement where this dude was in an automobile accident, you know, uh, got hit on a motorbike five weeks ago, still had a broken bone in his arm and, and broken eye socket and still came to, the, to this venue to participate with me in a steel cage and give the crowd what they paid to come see. So, I mean, these guys do so much what they put their bodies through. And we were rewarded because that's a reward to a wrestler to be able to come out there and be able to perform in front of that type of audience. And not just an audience, but a rowdy audience. And, I mean, got to give special thanks out to the E.D. White football team. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they made it happen. 
Oh yeah, they, they were they were wild. They were having a great, a great time throughout the course of the show. Tell me about that situation with with Mad Dog. When did you when did you learn that the match was actually going to take place? Because I know at some point, you know, you, a guy gets in an accident, his nose is broken, his face is messed up, his arms messed up. Like I'm sure that there were probably some contingency plans that had to be made. When did you guys finalize? Like, all right, let's do it. Let's make it happen. And then second, you touched on it a minute ago, the courage to actually do it, man. Like that. And then look, he he wasn't in there. Like there are some times in wrestling where a guy works hurt and the match is 90 seconds, and you know he he's outside of the ring, he gets tagged, and like he just lays down and gets pinned. That wasn't what this was. He was in there competing in a cage, getting beat on with all of this wrong with his body. Well, like I said, you know, in wrestling, it's no secret now. You know, there's a there, there you have to have some storylines and some different thing that goes on because of the entertainment value and and you know filming things and performing in front of a crowd. So I knew when it happened the fa- the, day, the day of that he was in an accident and, and uh, we had already had the cage match set, already advertisement and. You know, even though we are fierce rivals in the ring, you know, I mean, like I said, the respect value is there 100%. And I I called him up and I said, brother, I said, look, I said, no matter what we got going on, I respect the fact on who you are as a human and what you do for, you know, to, to take care of your family. I understand if you can't wrestle in this match. On the bed in the hospital, he told me, don't count me out. I plan on being in the match. Wow. And I'm like, Man, I said, look, I said, we're going to play this by ear. You know, like I said, you have some contingency plans on what you can do to get a replacement. But I think in the fans' eyes, nothing would have would have, would have, have been an equal comparison. Because, I mean, a rivalry for that many years, what we had going on for the past year, I don't think the fans would have uh, basically accepted the fact that I could have had, you know, anybody other than maybe Mick Foley in the ring to where, <laughs> and that, and I sure didn't want to do that. Um and wrestle somebody maybe of ECW caliber, Tommy Dreamer, or whoever the case may be. But you still don't have, no matter who you get, you don't have that heartfelt uh, attachment to somebody who's been in their eyes show in and show out. So um, we found out um, a couple days before that he was coming. I just didn't know legitimately and legitimately shoot if the doctor was going to clear him to wrestle because the guy legitimately had still had a plate in his arm and you know damage to his nose and everything and and uh he begged the doctors to let him wrestle and and the commission approved it and uh he had a clearance and then of course you know you still go along with the storylines of the show and this and that whatever but i think we gave the crowd everything they expected we didn't short them i mean we went out there and battled and faces hitting the cage and taking bumps off the top rope and uh you know it's so uh, we gave them everything and we didn't shortchange them at all one of the big parts of the show man is is a guy that you know everybody doesn't like him they booing him and it big ramp adds to the show man because look there's there's always going to be the good guys and the bad guys the heroes and the villains whatever it may be sometimes the villains are not great at you know getting the audience to not like them Big Ramp is really good at getting you to not like him. And I thought that his performance on the mic at times and the way, you know, he was acting cowards, didn't want to get in the cage, and then you put a beating on him. He was a huge part of the show, man. He's super good at what he does. He is. And like I said, sometimes it's hard to get him off the microphone. He's just <laughs> on a roll, and we, we're like, man, look, we got a two-and-a-half-hour two show. We can't give you half hour. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's him wanting to give every ounce of what he has. And for him to not be a real seasoned wrestler, to be able to take that 
and get in the cage with me, you know, the way we had the night set up. He had to get in the ring first, and then, of course, you know, if you were there, if you wasn't there, you missed it. So you better go on YouTube and look something up and find out and see what you missed. But, um, of course, we wrestled Gil first, and then, of course, the referee gets bumped down, and here comes the guys that come jump me, here comes Gil. And then next thing you know, me and Gil's in a steel cage, and I've already been busted open and bleeding, and now the crowd's chanting for Mustang Mike to come back. And then, unfortunately, at the end of the match, I was able to, to get the win, boom, drop on a steel chair, and, one, two, three, and I, I walked out victorious and got retribution for everything that happened. So, you know, three hours of action-packed wrestling, two steel cage matches. Of course, if you missed the TLC match, a guy jumps off the 20, foot, 20 feet in the air and lands on a guy through the ring. Title change for the, the tag team titles. Title change for the unification match with Wild Thing and Wes Warren. And then, of course, our heavyweight champion Minotaur going through a five-man gauntlet match, not to mention the luchadors were there and all the other action, not taking away from anything else who was there. It was legitimately two and a half hours of, of craziness, and, and the crowd never left, 1,100 strong. Yeah, no doubt about that. But look, man, uh, let, let's talk about this. Uh, uh, Rocket is going to be, you know, he's the newest inductee into the GSW Hall of Fame. Is I don't know if he's going to be competing anymore. He didn't like officially retire, but he just kind of said, Hey, I got to slow some things down. Uh, speaking of another guy that was easy to dislike at times, you know, what has he meant to the promotion? He is, uh, he's been all over the place, won the title so many different times. I know that was a special moment you all shared there. Yeah. Um, he wanted me out there. We've, we've had our rivalries. He's kind of the bad guy, you know, which you kind of like everybody really almost loves to hate. Uh, and uh, he's been wrestling for about 18 years. I helped train Rocket and get him into the business. That's why he wanted me in the ring. And uh, it was really heartfelt. If you you know you know you was there, and a couple of people had to tear up uh, because of him having to give up wrestling because of his injuries. I mean, he's got a bad back, he's got bad neck. You know, he's got a family to take care of, and he had to step away. So he officially retired. Uh, we felt it was right to put him in the Hall of Fame. He's he's actually. Um, you know, my, myself is the only active guy that's still actually in the Hall of Fame that's still wrestling. Of course, uh, you know, Bronco Bob was the uh, other one. He passed away, and, and Rockets retired now. So, um, you know, we um, it, it it was a it was a bittersweet moment, but but touching, and I, I'm glad he was able to share that with that size crowd. He deserves it after what he's put in the hard work over the years and, and been there on the front lines trying to make make the shows happen. And uh, we're sorry to see him go, but he'll always have a part with GSW if he wants to come back in some sort of way and, um, you know, and, and be involved in, in some type of management position or something like that. You, you almost really never lose the passion for, for wrestling. You just have to step away in one way, shape, or form. No doubt about it, brother. Well, look, man, we thank you so much for the time. Great show. We'll chat again soon, okay, pal? A quick, quick shout-out. If anybody's out there and they want to see another show, this Saturday we're going to be in Plaquemine for Pro Wrestling 225. I'll be there uh, wrestling Wes Warren uh, in the finals of the Mayor's Cup and also wrestling for his SEC title. So if people want to come out and see some more action, our sister company, Pro Wrestling 225, Saturday, 7 o'clock in Plaquemine, Louisiana at the Copac Gym. So hope to see everybody come out. Beautiful. Good luck, brother. Stay safe. Thank you. Yep, that is Mustang Mike Beetle doing an excellent job, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm not just saying this because we're having him on the shows. and every, no, I'm not just saying this. That was a wonderful two and a half hours. That was a great time. 
They put on a show. They risked their bodies, and it was great. Great entertainment. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Let's thank our sponsors today. The Blue Boot Rodeo, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs. Ms. Powers, our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all of your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. We'll be right back after this. We're going to the Turtle. We're going to Taylor Griffin. We're going to have a great conversation with our broadcast partner here at Coastal Broadcasting. We'll talk with him about a whole bunch of stuff happening in the world of sports. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. When your blood pressure is high and your amperage is low, have your batteries charged here and watch yourself go on the Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM and 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too, through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to play-by-play here on KLEB. Casey Jiskler here. We go to the phone lines for the final time today. We're going to have Taylor Griffin, our broadcast partner with Coastal Broadcasting, covering South Lafouche basketball with us, and also a proud employee of Dufresne Building Materials, which is a sponsor of play-by-play. Got you covered for all your roofing needs. This is Taylor Griffin. Turtle, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Hey, good. How y'all doing over there? You're doing great, my man. It's a hot day, but a busy day and a fun day. How have things been for you all? You getting closer and closer to your rodeo? I know everybody's super excited about that. Oh man, things are great. Things are great. Things are uh, things are exciting, uh, man. Before we even get to the rodeo, we we got to cross over the the, the next bridge. Uh, actually, Friday 
even though we've been open for business for a while in Gulfport, we're actually doing our grand opening celebration on Friday. There's going to be all kind of giveaways and, uh, you know, like door prizes and all kind of promotions. We're going to have a ton of vendors there doing free food, drinks, and snowballs. It's going to be a good time Friday to uh, celebrate the grand opening of our Gulfport location. So if any listeners here happen to be in Gulfport on Friday, come stop by and say hi to us and the do friends and everyone else. But, uh, yeah, once we cross that, it's diving straight back into rodeo mode, which uh, we're, man, we're getting really close. We're, we're getting down to the, the final tweaks here and there. We're, we're really excited about, uh, you know, all the money we raised so far, just, you know, thanks to, you know, the all the sponsorships we're getting and all the support we're getting from vendors and, uh, you know, the same usual suspects, local businesses that love to, uh, to help us out with those sponsorships. We appreciate all that, uh, you know. Helping out the center and cut off, and helping out Bridge to Independence and Nickel State—that's uh, that, the, uh, the two this year that we're helping out. And uh, we, man, we we can't wait for it. It's going to be exciting. You know, a lot of uh, other events in the area have told me that you know, hey, we're hosting our event this year, and our sponsorships are as high as they've ever been, and you know, like you know, our, our community participation is higher than it's ever been, and like I think that that's incredible, Taylor, because. Like the economy right now is not very good, and you know inflation, and you know all this other stuff. The price of oil is a zillion dollars a barrel, so people are paying more at the pump. So, like what I'm getting at is people are having less to play with, but are yet still choosing to support the events in our area. And I think that that's something that is unique to our area, and is one of the big reasons why we're such an awesome community. Yep, yep, you said it, man. It's no, no matter no matter what the, the situation is, no matter what's. Uh, happening in, in the rest of the world this community man they they find a way they step up to the plate and sometimes step up bigger and better than ever in the most trying times uh you know if there were if there was ever a year where it's a good excuse to maybe not donate as much it seems like everybody's just doing more that's that like you said man that, that speaks volumes to the type of community we live in we're blessed to be a part of you know, I had Joe Tutel on earlier in the show, and he's the coach of the, the, the Southland Hogs, and, you know, they play summer baseball throughout the area, and he was telling me about all these showcases and everything that they go to and get people exposure, and he was saying, you know, that one of the big things that, that helps our area are all the academies. You know, Kenny Lacey has a basketball gym. Nate Fry has a basketball gym. You know, uh, there's a big, um, you know, baseball facility that the new friends are part of out the farm, and, you know, there's some others in the area, whatever it may be. Um, we kind of talked a little bit about this earlier in the summer, but I'll bounce it off of you now. Like we had, and you were telling me earlier in the summer, a little bit of seven on seven, a little bit of summer stuff when we were in school, but what we certainly didn't have is are these opportunities in the actual off season to go and get like training from a trainer and, and, you know, a facility where rain or shine, you could go and compete. And like all of that infrastructure is so much more sophisticated than anything that we've ever had. Oh yes, indeed. I 100% agree. And all the, these different, uh, different baseball training academies that they have in the area there, and, and I'm, I'm talking state-of-the-art equipment here. Now, look, I know, I know. Right down the road, you know, just I want to say it might be in Shreve. I mean, we're talking minutes away from the farm system in Thibodeau. They have that LBA system, uh, the L, the LBA program. I heard good things about them too. Uh, I've never been to their facility. I don't know what they have. They may have the same stuff, but like I've been inside the farm system in Thibodeau and my goodness, that, that is some high level stuff. The fields over there are amazing. The, 
everything on the inside of the building is amazing. There's, you know, the, the technology, like how far we've come. I mean, the, the stuff that you would expect to see, like in a, in a pro MLB facility, it's, it's right there in Thibodeau. You know, the individual training, the experience of the coaches, um, all these opportunities for people to, you know, not have to go to New Orleans or Baton Rouge or some special camp for a week at a time, you know, every summer. Like, you can go three nights a week and get two hours of training a night with someone with professional baseball experience right here in Thibodeau. That's, that's amazing. We, we, didn't, we didn't have that back then. You know, the basketball thing, like you said, that uh, that Nate Fry's doing, I, I wasn't even aware of that. But, you know, that that's good information to know. That's good information for other people to know, like to just have someone with professional experience in this area, like just go to his academy and and sign up, you know, however many hours a week. I don't know what his schedule is, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's it's easy to work with. You know, that those things, they just – Nobody was doing that back then, not, not to my knowledge. I'd never heard of it. You know, anyone on our teams back then, basketball-wise, that was getting extra attention, you know, it was, it was, it was private lessons in New Orleans. It was, it was private lessons. You know, it was, it was AAU with, with, with a team out of New Orleans. You know, it was, it was never, you know, right here in our region, right here in our area, somebody that was just available like that. So, you know, the – the steps forward that this this area has taken in that department is is great for the kids. I'm I'm really glad that it's finally happened. Yeah, I agree 100%, brother. There's no doubt about that. Um, let's talk about this, man. You know, there's all this talk of, and I know you follow college sports, so I actually about this. You know, we were I was actually on earlier with 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 Ken for his show. I was board hopping for him, buddies over on the FM side doing some other things, and, and Ken and I were talking about. The idea that, okay, the SEC is now going to add Texas and Oklahoma. The Big Ten is going to add UCLA and USC. And, like, I don't know, maybe it's just I'm becoming an old man and I'm bitter and I don't like anything that's different from my childhood. Maybe that's part of it. But I, I just I just don't understand, like, how this is going to work. Like, if we have these big conferences that are going to have 25, 30 teams in them, supposedly, like, how are you going to crown a conference champion when half of the teams won't face one another and, like, it's going to – Almost be like a mini NFL, but it's going to just be college athletics. I don't like that. I don't know that we had to really change or do anything different. What are Taylor Griffin's thoughts as you're seeing all of this crazy stuff happen? And then, oh, yeah, here's another wrinkle to it. <laughs> because we're both near and dear to Nichols. If these big leagues form and then decide, hey, we're only playing against one another because we have a huge league, guess what? Nichols will no longer have big money, you know, seven-figure payday games against LSU and Texas and Alabama and all these other schools. And it's going to end up costing them a ton of money. I don't like this in any direction that it's going. I 100% agree with you, man. Like we saw so much of, and and look, a lot a lot of this opinion is going to be college football focused. Um, like we saw, just think about our childhood coming up. Like when we started to get to that age where, like, you really started paying attention to stats and records and who's who's really good, not just oh, go LSU, whatever. Like. You know, you start looking at Tulane's undefeated football season. Uh, you know, what, what was that, like in the early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken, or late 90s? I think either 99 or 2000. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that was one of the first examples of people like, hey, man, that, that team went undefeated. You know, they didn't play a bunch of slouches. Like, we got to do something. And then, you know, these other teams have undefeated seasons, but maybe, you know, things aren't as special. And then, then you get to, like, this BCS system, like – 
I mean, I don't, I don't know what kids are talking about these days when it comes to college football, but, I mean, I, I haven't heard anyone talk about the BCS in a long time. Like, it's just – it's it's not it's not what it used to be. Um, I mean, remember LSU and USC splitting a national championship. Now now that that turns into, man, we got to do something different. We got to do something different. Now all you hear about is power fives. And, you know, if you're not in one of a power five conference, then, you know, good – Good luck, you know, getting into this uh, this college football playoff thing that they're doing now. I mean, when is enough enough for this? I mean, how how can the NFL have a bracketized playoff system with so many more games per season already in the regular season, and college football just can't get it together? Like, I don't understand that. Anyone with a ghost of a chance, like how is the top eight, top 12, whatever with some buys, mix it up? How is there not some sort of a tournament at the end at this point? I'll never understand. But right now, when you talk in Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC, like what, what was Big – is Big 12 – Big 12 and they're considered a Power 5 conference, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's, that's what I thought. That, that's what I understood, like – how is being in the Big 12 not enough? How are being two of the premier programs that are always in the mix, always in the in the the discussion of either we're the best or we're back? I mean, take that however you want, Texas fans. But you know, <laughs> they're always in the discussion. They're always in the hey, this is the year, and all they have to do is win all their games, and they're gonna make it to the playoffs. Like, how is that not enough? Why Why must they go into the SEC? Like, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling it's mind to me. And, and, yeah, to piggyback more on what you said, like, that, that hurts the small schools that rely on that big payday. Like, these teams in, this, in these huge conferences that everyone's combining into, like, they're not going to have time to play that smaller school. To I mean, they're just going to eventually see it as a waste of money. Like, um I don't like it. I don't agree with it. I, I don't understand why they would want to go that route. I don't. I don't see how enough isn't enough already, and why they can't just have some sort of tournament at the end. I'm not by any means suggesting a 64 team March Madness, but I mean, if the NFL can make it work with more games on the schedule, why can't the level right before the NFL catch on? That, that's that's where I, I stop with that. The, you know, the, the answer that they've always given is, oh, man, we don't want to make the kids miss class for much longer than they have to. We, we both know that that's a joke, right? <laughs> Who cares? When you get to that level, you're not going to class anyway. Thank Who you. Cares? Thank you. This, these people, yeah, you could you could argue and, and say the politically correct thing and student athlete me to death all you want all day. But when you get to that level, when you get to that high of a level, it doesn't matter. You're you're a circus act. You are performing for me. Like go, like I'm I'm paying you to perform. I'm I'm going watch because I want to be entertained. I don't care about your degree. I mean, <laughs> go. Like I, I I realize yeah that, that that's a very big generalization. I understand some people are doing it right, but I mean think about it. I mean how many people on that level really care at that point and how many people watching that level really care if they care like go go you see the money it draws you see the entertainment value this is entertainment I, go go put on the show that you're being paid to put on 
Like that's that, that's what I'm here for. When it, when it gets to that level of college athletics, miss me with the the student athlete garbage. Yeah, I agree. We we know what it is. I agree. So let's talk about this. Um, let's talk a little wrestling before we let you go. WWE has made the decision that they are going to shift from TV PG to TV 14, which is a move that a lot of fans are excited about because at the heyday of the sport, things were a little bit more raunchy, things were a little bit more wild, and it was under a TV-14 label. They could have just as easily been TV-R or whatever the next, TV-17 or whatever it may be at times. Do you think that this moves the needle any? Because, look, I think the product has got a little bit too cartoony at times. I don't think it's going to ever go all the way back to where it was in the 90s where you're, you know, you're crotch chopping and doing all kinds of crazy things like that. But do you think that this move helps in the long run? I think it's a, it's at least a valuable attention getter in the beginning. And what they do with it, you know, they could they could label it, they could call it whatever they want, but until they prove it with their performance, uh, I'm only partially sold on it. Because think about it. Just think about what we were watching in the heyday, in the Attitude Era, in the late 90s. And it was a TV 14 label, as you already mentioned it. As soon as you, as soon as you started, I was developing my opinion, and you already kind of started to take my words before I said them. The world has changed so much. What may have been considered appropriate for 14 and up back then is probably appropriate for 17, 18 and up these days. Like that's that's the thing that they, that everyone's probably missing right now until they really think about it. So TV 14 now may still be kind of PG-ish considering what the late 90s had, what we were watching, what, what they, the show that they were putting on. So, uh, you know, I, I'm excited about it. I'm glad, you know, it's not, uh, hopefully it's not as cartoony as you said. And I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the, the seats are still going to be full of people. There's still a very, you know, huge supporting community of fans that are going to pay to go see the shows regardless of what it is. There's entertainment value in all aspects on it, uh, all aspects of it. Um, if they, if they boost the, the, the TV programs to, to TV 14, I mean, yeah, I'm all for it. I, I can't wait to see it. And, you know, as much as I would love for them to go back to attitude era style programming, I mean, you know, aside from political correctness and safety issues. I mean, I'm sure there's a number of other issues. We're never going to see it again. But they could get close. They could they could walk that line and they could get close and they could up the entertainment value and they'll, they'll get more viewers. And um, like I said, I'm excited to see if, they, if they're able to perform as well as they talk about it. So earlier in the summer, and this is the last thing I'll ask you about, earlier in the summer we mentioned that Ric Flair was having one last match, and both you and I were like, man, I don't really want to see that. But then in seeing the way that it's being built and seeing the story that they're presenting and seeing you know, the way that they have kind of promoted and demoed it, it's going to be Ric Flair and Andrade, which is his real-life son-in-law, against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. And Jeff Jarrett and Ric Flair have long had a feud about, you know, Jerry Jarrett and, you know, what, whether Jeff was in the Four Horsemen. And like, it's actually, there, there's been some real-life tension there. And then the way that they've been promoing and like, I got to tell you, dude, like, I don't know how good this is going to be, but, like, they've kind of piqued my interest. I don't know if you've seen some of that promo stuff in recent days. I have not. Uh, I'm sorry to admit, I hope it doesn't crush the question. No, it's okay. I'll send it to you in just a second, though. 
Please do, because I'm very interested. Yeah, uh, all I saw up to this point was the matchup. Like, oh, okay, it's a tag team. You know, son-in-law is part of it, and Jeff Jarrett's part of it. This is interesting. This this definitely makes me want to consider watching. Um, bottom line, at the end of the day, you know, as long as there's two out of four young, healthy guys to carry the weight and to protect, the old guys who need extra protection. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just entertainment. I hope nobody dies, but that's why the young, healthy, uh, that's why the young, healthy, strong guys are there to protect the old guys. So I'm sure they'll put on a show and, you know, everyone loves nostalgic moments, especially in that business and in that, in that section of the entertainment industry. So, uh, you know, if the next question is, are you going to watch it? Of course I'm going to watch it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm i always interested to see what happens when Ric Flair opens his mouth and decides to, you know, put on one last show. So let's let's see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. So, you know, why do we have you on every Wednesday? It's because in this segment you have said, man, I don't care about those degrees. And then all she said, man, well, I hope nobody dies. That's why we have you on, brother. Thanks so much for the time. <laughs> we'll chat again soon, man. Man, thank you, thank you. I hope nobody takes anything too much to heart. Uh, you know, I, I do stand by my opinions, you know, for, for the most part. But, uh, you know, it's all in good fun, and it's all uh, it's a blast every time you have me on. And uh, looking forward to next week's topic. So I will I'll uh, talk to you all next week. Uh, and as always, go Tarps, and God bless America. Take care, brother. You too. Bye. That is Taylor Griffin doing a wonderful job, as always. I love talking with him, dude. He He's so much fun. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll get to the mailbag. We've got some questions that we've got to get answered. It's play-by-play on KLB. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. 
Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in LaRose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Back to play by play here on Kaylee B. Man, we've had some good calling guests today. Randy Bokeh, Joe Tuton, Mustang, Mike Beetle, Taylor Griffin. We thank them all so much for the time. Let's go to the mailbag and let's fire away. The first listener wants to know. By the way, if you have a mailbag question, I'm at eight at oh, slow down. Slow down, cowboy. I'm at Casey underscore just Claire on Twitter. We're at Kaylee B Radio on Twitter. I'm Casey Just Claire on Facebook. We're KLEB Radio on Facebook. You could email me, JustClaireCasey at gmail.com. You can find me on Messenger, text me, whatever it may be. I do the best that I can to reply to messages throughout the course of the day. If you've got a question, we'll certainly be happy to answer it. The first question comes from Casey. Uh, a listener wants to know, Casey, what NFL team do you think is expected to have success but will let the experts down? I hate to hate to be like the Grinch here, right? I don't know that the Bengals are going to be as good last or this year as they were last. Made to the Super Bowl last year with Burrow getting sacked more than anybody else in the league. That's not happening again. Um, aside from that, uh, Denver maybe. Like they get Russell Wilson in. A lot of people are project, uh, predicting them to be a Super Bowl contender. I don't know about all that. Baltimore, I don't know how strong they're going to be, but again, I don't know that anybody's really picking them to be super strong, so I guess maybe that wouldn't be a fair one. My Cowboys are expected to be pretty good. I don't know how good they're going to be, but again, they have a really shoddy schedule, so I think that you know that'll help carry them a little bit. <laughs> New England's not a bad answer, right? It's year two of Mac Jones, and people are like just kind of assuming that they'll be really strong. Ah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Not sure about New England this upcoming season. You know, they've lost some pieces here and there, and the the sparkle is kind of off a little bit with Belichick in recent years. Without Brady, it's not looked quite the same. They lose 47-17 to in their playoff game last year. New England might not be a bad one either. So some of those types of teams, but it hurts me to say it. I really don't know how good Cincinnati is going to be this upcoming year. A lot of the things that they were doing to win last year, is just I, I just don't think it's sustainable. Next question, a listener wants to know, Casey, what percent chance would you give LSU to make the college football playoff? This is a this is a good question. I've been asked a lot, you know, how many wins are they going to have? You know, how's Miles Brennan going to do? I've been asked a lot of that stuff. I've not often been asked, you know, about like giving percentages and things of that sort. I'd say um, 15%, 20%, something like that. Um. I think the schedule's favorable. I think they can win five, six games. I saw a college football analyst earlier today say, and I agree with this, by the way, that this is the most talented team Brian Kelly's ever had. Because this LSU team's got more talent than any Notre Dame team he's ever had. Um, 
So if the Tigers get hot, win four or five games in a row to start the year, start snowballing that momentum, Brennan plays well, yeah, I'd say 15 20% chance they get in. I think this is as, as poor of a team as they're going to have for the next five years. So if they are competing strongly this year, going 9-3, and 10-2, look out. <laughs> look out because I think it's only down or only uphill from here. I think they're going to continue to climb. <clears throat> yeah, I would say 10 or 15%. The, the schedule adds up. If this were a brutally loaded SEC where like everybody was expected and favored to be like in the top 15, I would say less than that. But the conference is predicted to be a little bit down this year, so I'll go. I'll go fifteen or twenty percent. I think that's pretty strong. Casey, a fellow seventy sixer fan, uh, kudos to you uh, for coming on over to our side. What are your thoughts on the seventy sixers off season? I love it. I love it. Look, if if you're a seventy sixer fan that that just primarily follows the seventy sixers and doesn't watch a tremendous amount of basketball otherwise, you're gonna love PJ Tucker. You're going to love having P.J. Tucker on your team. I had him with Houston whenever I was a big fan of theirs when Harden was out in Houston for three, four years, however long it was. Tucker is a the consummate role player. He's going to take charges, get rebounds, get offensive rebounds, make corner threes, play great defense, and he's never going to say a word. He's a consummate role player. He, will, he would make every single team in the NBA better. Getting him elevates the 76ers from just a quasi-contender to a big contender. Getting Daniel House helps. Getting Harden healthy helps. And I love the addition as well of DeAnthony Melton because it's like a guard version of Tucker. You know, defense, make some threes, not going to ever demand the ball. It's just going to be a role player. Love what they've done. Darren Moore's had a great offseason. Question four. Casey, you ask other coaches in the area often, but now I'm going to ask you, what do you think of this shift in Major League Baseball? To be honest with you, listener, the reason why I ask the other coaches in the area so much is because I haven't really formed my opinion on it yet myself. <laughs> it is frustrating watching a guy hit a bullet, line drive, through the first hole in the infield, and you think that it's going to be a base hit. But it doesn't get through the second hole in the infield, and there's a guy standing in the outfield grass waiting to scoop it up and flip it the first. That's frustrating. But on the flip side to that is the other argument of, hey, just hit it the other way. Hit it the other way. So I... I don't know. I guess in theory, I, I'm excited to see what it's going to look like without it. There's going to be more offense, more runs scored. So I guess in theory, I'd say I'm okay with with venturing out and seeing what it'll look like without it. But again, the stubbornness of we're, we're we are rewarding guys for just not being willing to hit the ball the opposite way. How often is the entire left side available and a guy could bunt for almost a double and they just don't do it? They just don't do it. And I get it. Hey, if it's in the second inning and it's 0-0 zero, zero and there's nobody on base and there's one out or whatever, that's cool. But we we see them do the same thing when it's a one-run game in the eighth and having a man on base could, like, change the game. They still don't do it. So I could see both sides of it, but I, I am interested in seeing what it's going to look like without it in the future. Listener wants to know, Casey, um, if you could catch any game at any venue, where would you go and why? What is your sports bucket list? Um, Great question. I've been to a lot of the SEC venues. I want to go to Truist Park, which is where the, the Braves play. So I guess I, that would be the first answer. Traditionalist in me, maybe Yankee Stadium, maybe Fenway, something like that. 
Um, but I'm going to start with Truist Park. The Braves are playing there, their role, and I, I love what they do. Yeah, I'll go Truist Park. Thanks to all for the questions. We're going to catch a quick break. We'll comb the headlines when we get back. It's play-by-play on KLEB with our final segment of the show wrapping up after this break. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. Shrimp boats is a common... Since 1948, that's 74 years, Hilaria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12-volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65-foot boats. Also a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that new webbing, Platina and Knotless Dyneme, Alera Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Alerio Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alerio Brothers before the season begins. That's Alerio Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego, online at alerioBros.com. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Wendy's knows cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. Welcome back to Play by Play. Casey Disclair here. We are looking forward to another wonderful show tomorrow, and we thank everybody for listening today. It's been a great show. Thank all of our calling guests and everything of the sort. The MLB All-Star Game, very quickly, very short segment, then we'll get out of here. The All-Star Game was last night, 3-2. to two, The American League All-Stars defeat the National League. American League always wins this game. I, ever since I've been a kid, the American League always wins this game. They don't always win the World Series. They don't always have the best teams, but they always win this game. It was a one-run rally, or one-inning rally for the American League. They get all three of their runs in the fourth. The National League actually had the lead early. They scored two runs in the first on a home run uh, from Goldsmith. 
that was part of the rally. So the American League gets the win in the big game out there in Los Angeles, setting the stage for the second half of the season, which a lot of folks are excited about. Also around the headlines, um, this is an interesting story. The bookies are getting very nervous. Long shots no more. The books are in the in a bind over the struggling Baltimore Orioles. A lot of betters, because the Orioles were 2,000 to 1 odds to win the World Series, you know, they... They just go throw out. I throw ten bucks on the the Orioles two thousand to one. See what happens. And you think it's just a throwaway bet, and you're just being silly and having fun. You're you're, you're drunk at the sports book with your friends, until that bet actually pays out. <laughs> until that bet actually pays out, the Orioles are now in position. They're forty five and forty five. Look, they're still a long shot to win it all, right? But there was a story on ESPN.com talking about the millions and millions of dollars that the Orioles could potentially lose the sports book through these long shot bets. Go Orioles, man. To hell with the books. Go Orioles. Hopefully they're able to make it happen and, and cost those big dreaded sports books some money. Um, Kirby Smart said at SEC Media Days that keep that people continue to doubt their quarterback Stetson Bennett and that he's going to have a big season for the Bulldogs. I'll say this, Kirby. I watched Stetson Bennett throw the ball at the Manning Passing Academy. And look, I also said on this show that you shouldn't read too much into what happens at the Manning Passing Academy because, you know, it's quarterbacks thrown on air. There's no defense. There's no secondary, whatever it may be. He had one of the worst arms there. Everybody else threw a ball and had a little zip on it, a little pop to it, and it looked a little bit sharper and, you know, crisper than the others. His was kind of a duck. It was kind of floating. It wasn't all that accurate at times. Don't know how big of a year he's going to have especially considering that Georgia lost their entire defense to the draft. So now he's going to be in a position where won't be able to just win games, you know, 10 to six anymore. Won't be able to just win games 21 to three and rely on your defense, making the other team go three and out all game long. So you could break down the other team's defense in the second half. Bennett's going to have to be better. And maybe he could, maybe he could, but it's going to have, he's, his role is going to have to grow if Georgia wants to get back into the playoffs this next season because their defense undoubtedly is going to take a step back. They've just lost too much to continue rolling at the level that they've been rolling at. Let's let, wrap up right here one more time. A comb of our sponsors, the Blue Boot Rodeo, Southland Dodge and Homa, industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Your friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting Tarpon Athletics and community youth sports organizations. I'm out of here. This is Casey Just Clear signing off. Hope everybody has a wonderful rest of the day. Stay safe. God bless you all. We'll be back tomorrow.